What's up, y'all? We on here. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? Hey, y'all. Hey. Yeah, we still sing. Mm-hmm. We, do. Yes, we do. In case you forgot. We got some stuff no, coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got some Ooh, stuff we got some coming. some great stuff coming. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I know we say that every time, and y'all be like, <laughs> when is it coming? <laughs> it is, though. But it is, y'all. It is. Well, you can hear our music in Miles and Cal. That's yes, right. The, the latest season. Yeah, it's right. about to start, so yeah. get ready for that. You can even mm-hmm. watch the previews if you go to the channel. Right. And then, plus, we have new fans, new supporters coming, so mm-hmm. check our YouTube and see stuff that you have not yeah, yeah. heard yet. Live performances, skits, and everything. Music on the way. On the way. It's on the way, y'all. Yeah. So, so for any new <laughs> listeners, I am Dier. Mm-hmm. I'm Eric. And I'm Mike. And we are Dan. And we do what it do. Yeah. So I finally saw Get Out. Mm-hmm. I'm like the last yes. person to see it. Yes. I was second to last. So. I was first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I'm going to give this warning. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. For, yes. For the next 10 minutes. 10 minutes. If you have not seen it. Skip, skip ahead. ahead 10 minutes yeah, right please I, because I just started the timer spoilers spoiler are coming. alert they're coming you've been warned spoiler alert and here we go mm-hmm. so right. i liked it i, <laughs> I liked it, it too i thought it was great um there was so much there was like, it was disturbing so much yes mm-hmm. it, it fucked with my head more than a typical it definitely went to a place movie. that i didn't i didn't i didn't mean to cut you off i'm sorry no it's not too good. Um, mm-hmm. it just it went to a place i didn't expect yeah. Story wise, I mean, I knew it was horror, but I had no idea it was gonna go there. See, stuff like that scares me. I feel like horror movies right. have gotten so lazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just gore. Yeah, which is right. not exactly. scary to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. it might be unsettling to yeah. if, if if the makeup or whatever is kind of realistic looking, but it's not like scary. Like this thing mm-hmm. made me cringe. Yeah, like, it was to, a true psychological horror. Yeah, mm-hmm. to see him. Like one of my like I guess personal fears that I'm like announcing publicly is to kind of be in a position where mm-hmm. I'm like held against my will some kind of way, yes. like weakened, like drugged mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. And and like someone is is like you're off of some damn island somewhere. Yeah. Like and and someone Listen. has like this kind of dominance over me. If that's mm-hmm. not that's that's crazy. Yeah. Um. When she first sent him to the sunken place, Listen, that was very I crazy. Was, I was done. That was reminds like, oh, no. me of some of my nightmares I be having. Yeah. As soon yeah. as he was like, why can't I move? And I was like, see, this, you know is, what it's this like? is like sleep paralysis. It's, I'm right. about to say, it's like we're right. doing the shadow people. It's <laughs> like sleep paralysis. I can't. That's too yeah. much. Somebody yeah. could do whatever they want to. You can't move. You're terrified and yep. you're just shaking. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's so crazy because I, and I knew I shouldn't have. I tried to give Rose the benefit of the doubt throughout the entire movie. I really thought she was I, innocent. I thought she was innocent. I thought that they had her hypnotized as well. Me too. When she was mm-hmm. in the and stuff. Yeah. Right. Even even after, even seeing all the pictures, yeah. I was like, no, man. I gotta mm. give her the benefit of the doubt. The thing is, she still like, could yeah. potentially have been hypnotized. She, she was living in the house all the time. Yeah. Right. Who, who wants to constantly go and get somebody to come back? She, you know, either... At some point, she would want to just be with somebody, mm-hmm. you know, whether white or black. Mm-hmm. But she could, she could have been. The thing that was crazy to me though is that I know that um, the writer, director in real life, has a white wife. He does. Jordan Peele. So, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that she was gonna be good, so he can kind of show like, hey, some mm-hmm. people are good, right? Yeah. You know, but he kind of kept he, it. He, yeah. He did. <laughs> what I really appreciated was how he killed everybody at the end. Listen, <laughs> all of them died. But all it, of them. but it all came back all the white for people. a reason, like with the deer, like the deer being an omen, mm-hmm. and yeah. then dude, he was like, you know, I, I wish they would just kill all the deer. But what I hate in and horror he got killed movies, by one at the end, so. right? In typical horror right. movies, I hate how people will like hit and then wait for the mm-hmm. person to yeah. get back or to explain the plan or something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I like that he just whacked the dude. Yeah, excuse me. 
when the guys came back, but it wasn't for a lack of trying on his part. Right. <laughs> he really tried. Right. Like, I thought he was dead, too. Yeah. But then with the deer, he just, like, really stabbed him. Like, just kill him all the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I hate when people do, like, uh. And then <laughs> right. they wait. Right. And I'm like, why? And then, and then they try to move towards the body. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I'm like, you know where this too much. is going. Oh, no. Right. It's him or you. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Murder. Like, kill, kill his him. ass. What was the best friend's name? I cannot remember the Mr. TSA guy, but he was hilarious to me. Yeah, he Everyone was said you need a friend like him yes. to come help you in time of need. Yes. Yeah, that was that was. Because you know my heart, it just I was done at the end when I saw that cop car pull up. I was like, oh god, okay. he ain't gonna make we, it out. Like, we know one of movies with the bad ending, <laughs> right? And I'm we know where this is up. going. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank the Lord that dude did not get out. The and I like that he had him kind of representing culturally how black people feel when we watch horror movies. Like we know what we told you not to go down there. Exactly. Right. We told you not to right. do such and such. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just kind of, but you know, I read an um. I don't know if it was an article. Yeah, it was an article, like a blog article about how Get Out is tied to um, truth, whether he meant it to be or not, and how they used to bring um, black slaves to to camps to kind of break them like stallions like, to break them of their will and into kind of with the auction yeah, the yeah auction but, but not just well that's the most obvious part but he was talking about like the mind control thing like they, they tried to break of them course, of yeah. their spirit and indoctrinate them yeah. even before they were sold to the plantation owners right. right they had to be kind of primed and go through this process to kind of have their spirits broken as human beings because yeah. mm-hmm. no human just wants to be sold into right. slavery exactly and how they went through to great lengths to kind of mm-hmm. um break break their spirits down mm-hmm. and so um oh. Yeah, to sense. make them like these empty vessels so that they could be poured into yeah you know mm-hmm. figuratively speaking whereas the mu- the movie makes it literal but yeah right yeah so was rose a lesbian at one point is that how she got the black girl yeah oh okay well the Pretty thing sure is that, i don't I mean, think she that's, ever that's what i assumed anyway. yeah but I, I think that based on how the movie was going she was i got the impression she would do whatever she had to do right and when like, i say lesbian i mean yeah like i don't know if she was like was truly... she like a best friend i'm that's what i mean like oh, was it something I mean, was this... it sexual is how she got oh, her oh, but yeah, yeah. I, was just, I was just curious i feel like she would have been whatever she needed to be right right yeah. and she probably was job done. She yeah. actually like, on the carpet. i felt like georgina was probably the creepiest character character to me mm. Mm. yeah she, she was, was creepy just, i don't know she just that whole crying thing why i mean even that no no, 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 no. Right, right. I was yeah. like, oh, the brother, I can't, I can't the white, us. the white boy. Yeah. When he was like, man, with your genetic, with your, with mm. your genetics, he, he reminded me of a lot of uncomfortable situations I've me been too. with white guys. In my <laughs> Michael, life. your face. He just looked all dirty and. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. He, he did. did. He really mm-hmm. did. Let's wrestle. Let's wrestle. I was like, what the fuck? Wrestle. Right, right. What the fuck? Let me just show you this. Get up. Like, what? Right. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then the uh of course the famous scene that everybody the, the get, get out, out challenge. challenge. Right. The whole running. running towards <laughs> That was kinda scary. No. But I, I no. what I found funny is that no. I heard people say that when they went to go see the movie, there was a whole applause here and there. Yeah. And so I went like a Friday morning, nine AM, something crazy or whatever before I had my vocal lessons and it was probably like 30 of us in there surprisingly uh-huh. and sure enough there was like applause at some of those moments i just find that had the universal yeah. experience with certain mm-hmm. stuff is, is now, quite you know what's funny when me and when me and my dude went the scene where he's at before all the stuff goes down when mm-hmm. he's at like the little gathering talking to the white people mm-hmm. me and my dude were laughing out loud we the only two people laughing at him mm-hmm. like oh you know black is in right right oh, wow <laughs> look at you right. we were laughing because we both know what it's like to be ab- around pretentious white people right yeah. with their little microaggressions and yep. little mm-hmm. remarks mm-hmm. and a lot of the black people who are around us were kind of black people we were in an area where a lot of black people really are only around other black people right, right? And so they don't have to be around that type of white person but yeah both of us are um 
the kind of jobs we do, we're around we're around the kind of white people in like the kind of white people who think they're above racism, mm-hmm. but only end up like mutating into like a whole nother crazy, laughable, mm. like laughably fucked up, like yep. mutated form of racism. Because mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> from them trying to be like nice, you know, yeah, like, right. Oh, with your build, like I had a woman once tell me, like, oh, like black people, like you just. You guys just have such great lower bodies. Mm-hmm. Oh like God. you guys have just better shaped lower bodies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. You know who I was talking about. <laughs> Y'all just have such great shaped lower bodies, right? Because I was like, I was like, yeah, I work out. She's like, well, I just didn't think you guys needed to. Mm. That's oh. a mess. Mm-hmm. And they they be right up there at the auction. Strong back for 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 day labor. Mm-hmm. Right up there at the auction. <laughs> I can't. I um. There was one guy who uh, critiqued the, the movie. First of all, let me back up. This has been getting rave reviews. Yeah. He's the first. I he think they the, said he's the only first, one. Yeah. Isn't he like the first black director? Something about $100 million something. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. But anyways, um, some guy was critiquing the movie. And I didn't even read the whole critique. Mm. But what irritated me is that he didn't realize that the dude, Andre, from mm. the beginning, was the same dude later on in the movie. If you're gonna miss a a that's the, like a thank key you. moment, right? If you're gonna miss that, then your whole critique to me is just it's not trash. valid. You know what I mean? I mean, how do you miss a pivotal plot point? <laughs> like, Were there I, people in the comment section like yes? Oh him? yes, yes. Did everybody he ever did. go back? And, I'm not sure because I didn't even keep going. What the fuck? Like, right. That's. I feel like he. <laughs> I don't know who the critique guy was. He could have been white. Could have been black. He's probably white. And just, you know, just thought we all look alike and couldn't tell or something. I don't know. Oh, my God. Ironically. Right. Mm-hmm. Considering the, the movie. Right. Exactly. Yeah, just so many little things that I just I just loved. Like, even him picking cotton to save his life mm-hmm. was kind of like, I was like, damn, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. And the Fruit Loops or yeah. the, whatever cereal she Yeah, did. it was Fruit Loops, the way she had them separated. Um, yeah. And then the whole typing in NCAA prospects. <laughs> I, was like, I know, right? Bitch. <laughs> Typical, typical, no, I, typical, but it was overall. It was, I thought it was an excellent. It, it kind film. of reminds me when we were talking about earlier how horror movies were, were, are good or not good, and the gore and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I remember when Scream first came out, and I felt like Scream kind of changed the game from the usual slasher type. Yeah, and this to me kind of is in that lane. Yeah, in a sense, you know. I mean, okay, well, there was some slashing, but you know what I'm saying, though. <laughs> like, you know, the whole psychological aspect instead of Jason just walking with an axe. But um, yeah, it was literally good. walking, yeah, and <laughs> catching up to your running. Ass. Yeah, it freaked right. me out. The white people were left uncomfortable. There were a few white people in the theater who weren't very reactive or responsive. Oh uh, yeah, and I was like, well, boop. <laughs> All <laughs> I mean, well that ends well. It was, it was a black it's experience. Gotta be, it's so, got to right. be racist. Well, Everybody yes. rejoicing when the white people get killed. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Like, yes, kill them. <laughs> Finally, mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I just be hating it. Like I'm talking about movies, TV shows, any not just horror movies, but any time where someone clearly intends to murder you, right? And a person is like, I don't know, and they hit them once and then leave the weapon right next to them, right? Every or hit them once then wait, and I'm like, they're trying to kill you, right? Gruesomely, double tap. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> you got the double tap. You got to right. like the thing is, I'm not saying that I'm just some kind of murderer, but if I knew. That someone was hell bent on killing me, either me or you, or somebody I love. Exactly. Like if it if it's been made crystal clear, like this person has every intention. If you don't do something to stop him, he or she will mm-hmm. kill you. Yeah. Then I will kill you. Yeah. If I and can, I will make sure you're dead. And I'm gonna mm-hmm. make sure your I will stomp on your head until it is splattered and flat. Like 
<laughs> like I just don't understand. Like I'm like mm-hmm. in some of these movies, I'm like, why? Why? And that's part of what I liked. I'm like, why would you not do mm-hmm. everything you can? They showed you a fucking video on what mm-hmm. they gonna do. Yeah, right. Like, they, yeah. like they, you they got to live. It out. Exactly. <laughs> they showed you like you got to live. <laughs> so one more thing about it, the freaky part to me. So when the camera flash goes off, oh wait, that bring wait because the alarm the alarm went off. off. Oh, so, so we gotta yeah. stop. Oh, sorry. Well, we can. Are we doing like no, 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 no? Let's stop. So a minute. Okay. Can stop. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, I just thought that was in- that was just really crazy yeah 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 i mean just feeling like you're trapped in your mind like you're in yeah. the sunken place it's just crazy right but anyways all right let's move on <laughs> let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about sex baby, baby. yes let's we're talking about, about sex again and show up let's, let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be uh, we jumped to the same yes note. we did yeah, of that's course you know y'all always um, still in my notes it's fine Steal my notes. So the question is what? I'll let you have them. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, what did someone ask? We're going to read the verbatim. So <laughs> I had a question from a, a question. Bear with me. I'm pulling it up now. Pulling it up. One pulling it up. Second. Pulling it up. Sorry, guys. We're pulling up the okay. question. Keep sending go. in your questions. So my question to you is, and I hope you bring this up on the next podcast. My question is, how big is too big and does slash should size matter in any relationship? That is the question. Okay. In any relationship. I'm going to try to be quick. Who going? You going first? <laughs> I can oh, go first. Okay, go ahead. First of all, when people ask, <laughs> when people ask this, because I think, I, I feel like the question is ambiguous. Well, not ambiguous, but there's, there's, it's layered. It's layered. And I'm assuming he's talking about penises yeah 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 okay. it's layered but generally when people say the size matter it's coming from the perspective of if the penis is too small you're not going to get pleasure from it and usually in the context of that discussion it's with heterosexuals so a penis into a vagina mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but when you're dealing with an anus and women have anuses too so this is for heterosexuals as well um you don't need a lot you don't you don't need a lot because a of prostate pinky finger exactly like, exactly yeah. matter of fact you can even just press up against the anus and if you're aroused and still feel some type of good yeah. sensation yes, yeah. so to me no size does not matter in it's in regards of it needs to be bigger the better now we'll say um having experienced <laughs> both uh roles shall we say mm-hmm. you know been on top been on the bottom if you have a small penis, thank you. <laughs> because um, I'm, I'm not against that at all. Matter of fact, I actually would kind of prefer that in a sense. You know, I've, I've used prostate massages before, which are not that big. And um, it's giving me all the pleasure I need. And I just don't need no big old penis like in me unless you know what you're doing with it. Right. You know what I mean? And you know that it's not a brute object just to ram in. You know what I mean? I but for some people, it's a mental. Yeah, thing. yeah, exactly, like, exactly. If you mentally get turned on, then maybe size matters. But like Mike says, yeah. physically, absolutely, it don't. It's take, not necessary. You don't have right. to be that long to reach the prostate. Right. You don't have to be that thick to make somebody feel full, unless you just have worn yourself out. Right. Unless you yes, just and I have seen some of those. Yeah. Some people get off on just stretching themselves out. Right. Yeah. And so. I consider that like uh, not to invalidate your experience if that's what you like. Yeah, that's fine. I, I don't find that to be the typical body. Yeah. Right. So I think for the average, if you, if your body is, if your whole is fully intact, mm-hmm. then um, right, yeah, <laughs> without a lot of undue wear and tear, right, <laughs> then then I'm telling you, like an average one, 
will be more than enough. That's more what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, I, I'm just, I'm just co-signing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah but yeah. I, I don't, I don't think. I mean, like it's like Eric was saying. If you, if you like it big, that's fine. And let me be clear, I have nothing against big penises. <laughs> All right, right. So that if you have a big penis, that's great. I, th- I think we, I think there's a general consensus. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. just, it's not a deal. If it's anything, not a deal if you're super big, like I've dated guys where. I was like, nah, I'm, it's not going. And y'all right. know, I was like, I'm not going to do nothing with that. And right. Like, if you want to stop working, I mean, if you want to stop dating me, so be it. But I'm not. Exactly. I'm not. You're not going. Yeah. I'm like, I don't even know what you want me to do. Exactly. What and really, want, I'm what, not even like. You're a, not going to break my body. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I'm not even like a penis guy like that. I'm not a, what either. they call quote, quote size queen or whatever. It does. It doesn't matter to me. I'm Same. more like a prettiness person. Oh yeah. Now some are better shape. Yes, better some shape. Some better shape. And yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I agree. And it can be fun. You know, if it is big, it can be fun to like grab onto it just like whatever whatever just but yeah just around. you know but or or like if if you like right. it's just the way he said it, it was like no, or if you like laying, it, shake it bite it like a little monster. right or if like if you're laying in bed or whatever and they're aroused and it's like pushing up into you like i get i get those moments like, yeah. it's like okay but i i just think that especially for aesthetically it's nice to look at yeah it's, yeah yes. and nice to hold or whatever but it, you, it just it, as far as pleasure, if we're just talking about pleasure. It does not have to be really big. Same. You know, it can be small. And I think this I ties agree. back into our, our one of our past podcasts about black gay men not knowing how to have sex. Right. I think if you think that tolerating pain right makes you a great bottom, and if you think that inflicting a great deal of pain makes you a great top, mm-hmm. then size does matter. Yeah. If you think like I'm just gonna tear it up and get up in them guts, I'm just gonna have the person sweating and crying out and right. in pain. Right. You know, if that's what you think great sex is, then yeah, it does matter. But if you just wanted to feel good, I say like Mike said, look at well, look at prostate massages that they sell. Exactly. They're never big. Right. Nope. Because exactly. you don't have to get but a few inches up in there. <laughs> exactly. Before, and they're never they're never that long. They're never that right. thick. They have like a <laughs> they kind of narrow with a big head which right, is kind of yeah. it's kind of like the ideal that if is. you're on the receiving end yeah it's kind of like the ideal shape yeah like in it's so hard to say anything like this without sounding like it's like a like a like a attempt to brag or whatever but mm-hmm. i've had guys be like no yeah like this this hurts so right. like it's mm-hmm. i had an ex that <laughs> dear brought up <laughs> like mm-hmm. it got to the point where i'd be like <laughs> Like inches away, he'd be like, "Ow, ow!" I'm like, "Okay, I haven't actually done anything yet," mm-hmm. you know, because he was like, "Exactly." Oh, so it's it's um, and I think I think to me the worst part is not just the the length, but girth, girth. The girth. Yes. Yeah, the girthier mm. you are, or the girthier your partner is, if you're receiving, the more potentially painful it could be. Exactly, because yeah, exactly. it can stretch you out. Yep. It's like. I, I I say like an it's an asshole. Yeah. Like, to, to be frank. Exactly. It should be extremely tight mm-hmm. by nature. Right. Yep. So I think to me, it's just, I think to all three of us, it's just obvious that no size don't matter nope. unless you get off on looking at mm-hmm. the size. If it matters right. to you, then it matters. Yep. Right. But as far as physically, like enjoyment wise. Right. Hell no. no. No, no, I'm good on that. And also sometimes big, ridiculous, even pretty dicks are attached to ugly horrible people right exactly you know so exactly i'm not like who the fuck i'm not mm-hmm. I, I have never chosen to date or not date someone based off of their size me neither i know guys yeah, who are like no. that i know guys who exist but i've yeah. never i've never like now nah, i have told somebody like i don't know if, i don't think we can have sex the way i will never like receive mm-hmm. with right you. yeah not because i'm against it in general because i just can't physically i can't, I can't yeah. deal with it i feel i literally can't even <laughs> i can't even that's just too much i literally can't that is so even. true too much yeah, yeah I, pref- I prefer average to smaller yeah um mm-hmm. yeah i just i can't with the pain I, I, right but like eric said girth girth is really 
what matters to me most. Right. I mean, okay, I won't say that. But <laughs> no, I had, no, definitely. I mean, yeah. I thinking about something for a second. Yeah, girth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, and the thing is, like, I was, well, you know, it the, don't even have to hurt if you just like. I'm gonna be super dumb, explicit right now. Yeah, because I know that for go some, ahead, it might encourage me to be. I, I know that for <laughs> some, of, I, I feel like for some of you guys, we're like your big brothers. Like I know I had older brothers, totally straight, who would mm-hmm. tell me about women all the time, explicitly, mm-hmm. and and my younger brother, like and older cousins who would talk to me and my younger brother about women in 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 that gross detail and i feel like as gay black men we don't always have that so i'm gonna be so i'm gonna be so real we're gonna pull it out the one time my first time actually going through with it and enjoying it Mm -hmm. i was dating someone who was very small like the shaft was very narrow Mm -hmm. and they had a big soft head Mm -hmm. and so they were built kind of like a sex toy Mm -hmm. so it was very easy going in Mm -hmm. yeah and it wasn't a lot to contend with yeah it was actually like in a way more like it it wasn't I don't like play this person. I hope they're not listening. But it was just very easy, and mm-hmm. it, it wasn't big at all. Yeah, and um, and that was like the best. I was like, I was like, oh, okay, I can do this. Yeah, because like I said, I don't, I don't feel like being on the receiving end makes you less of a man or anything like that. Because mm-hmm. like we talked about in past podcasts, if you can stimulate the prostate, it's great. Mm-hmm. But it was a really narrow shaft and like a mushroom head that was very soft. Mm-hmm. Right, and so it was like easy, <laughs> easy mm-hmm. insertion. And moving it around didn't really hurt or anything. They weren't particularly long. Right. So I guess they might have been considered small by some people's standards. Mm-hmm. But it was just right. Yeah. For, like, exactly. Just right for me. That's, right. That's, that's, that's right. what I find so interesting is that for a woman, that yeah. same penis would be like, mm, I can't deal exactly. with that. You know, mm-hmm. like it's just because so it's not a vagina. Right. right. For exactly. a woman, anal sex is different. optional before a man. It's what other holes going to go into down there? Right. You know, right. you, it's going to be anal, exactly. and also it was kind of curved to where it would stimulate the prostate in the right mm-hmm. position. Yeah. So I feel like you got to consider shape, mm-hmm. appearance, because yeah, you care about somebody how they look. Like I've seen some ugly ones. Me too. <laughs> I have too, and I just be like, like some of them, y'all can't see my face right now. It'd be so right vain now. and like, <laughs> yeah. what you been doing with this? <laughs> what you been doing with this thing? Damn. Right. What kind of strangulation? <laughs> <laughs> All these things, it just looked like it's been beat up. All right. Damn. Mm-hmm. Oh God. <laughs> Don't even get all the way. Like, damn, let's just be limp. Oh my! Yeah, but, uh, you ever seen one, Come like, on, one vascularity? Like, right. like a, oh, yeah, yes, it'd be so veiny and 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 it's like it could even be big, but it will kind of like get mm-hmm. hard, but kind of hang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it won't, like, it won't, I don't know what be going it on. It can no longer stand up of its own accord, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and so like the muscles of the or the, or, or the, the 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 vas like. The, the blood vessels or whatever have been like damaged or whatever maybe they didn't do it usually yeah. dudes who like do too much mm-hmm. <laughs> like dudes who are like cock rings and stuff I would say this is a cock ring yeah. oh my god that's be, the first thing I thought they about be, they oh. be wearing their dicks out exactly or, and sure also the, the thing is I know some guys do these penis pumps mm. get, get, y'all oh, Lord. this is gonna lead really easily into our next conversation mm-hmm. with body mm-hmm. I think some guys have distorted body image me too yeah. in regards oh, to yeah. penis stuff because of what you've been taught by society right and, well the media mm-hmm. because the thing is i think for the average sane person mm-hmm. the kind of person that you probably want to be with is not an issue right yeah yeah no i agree yeah. i agree with that oh penises <laughs> yeah. speaking of that so i want to kind of bring up a topic today called a body currency mm-hmm. okay and um, because I, I wrote out stuff, but I forgot my notes, so I'm just going to kind of wing it. Hopefully, mm-hmm. y'all can kind of keep me from being too far off. And I'll try to keep it inclusive to where I don't stay too much on my experience, but I'm going to kind of share some stuff with y'all. Um, So, I did a post how, and I don't know, see, I didn't know D'Air at this time. I knew Michael 
around this time, mm-hmm. but not at the thick of it. But I did a post on Instagram mm-hmm. um, what, a week ago, a few days mm-hmm. ago, a week ago, about how at one point I had an eating disorder. I developed orthorexia, and which is like, um, and if you if you not anorexia, orthorexia, which mm-hmm. is becoming more and more prevalent today. Um, but it's like an obsession with healthy eating mm-hmm. that leads to other eating disorders like anorexia and like and like exercise anorexia and stuff like that. And um, usually, what happens with orthorexic people, you start off being focused on health mm-hmm. in a like a relatively uh, benign way, like you're just kind of focused on health, mm-hmm. just and it's kind of all good. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is, as people kind of compliment you for it, and you associate and you realize like the value they attribute to the physical changes. Um, you can become obsessed. And that's like a very broad, general mm-hmm. thing. Like, it's a slippery... It's, it's like a gateway eating disorder mm-hmm. into other... And the thing is, like like I said in the um in the post, what some of you guys don't know, um, I was very overweight growing up. Mm-hmm. I was not a very... I was not particularly concerned with my physical appearances. This is just not my personality, mm-hmm. um, despite what some people may think. I don't particularly... I'm not... I'm a very non visual person i'm much more of a personality spiritual person and so i mean i notice i have eyes but i don't give a lot of weight to how someone looks nor myself did mm-hmm. growing up right. but what happened was um some of you i'm gonna make a long story short but i was told you can't sing well enough and when i was younger mm-hmm. and so i trained 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 some of you guys who've done the a approach stuff you know my story already i got my voice up to par and people were like wow your voice is amazing i'm like thank you your songs are amazing thank you but we're not going to sign you because you're fat. Mm-hmm. And I was like 230 pounds at the time, um, which for my frame is really big. I was like, what, like a 40-something waist. I was pretty big. And so um, I was like, I'd be damned if this stops me. And so I um, lost 80 pounds in two months by cutting carbs or whatever. I just ate like um, beef and broccoli, chicken and broccoli. And um, I lost a lot of weight. And I got a lot of praise. And suddenly people started taking me seriously. Yeah. And that was the beginning of the downward spiral because within like a month, I was offered a deal by Universal. Mm-hmm. People who I was around, because I was a vocal coach at this time, mm-hmm. working with artists from Universal. And I've been around these people for like a year. And um, and nobody said nothing. But then when I lost weight, it was like, hey, we'd like to sign you. Yeah. And so this is, this is a big part of eating disorders. And it, don't get me wrong. It's multifaceted and very individualized. But for a lot of people, you realize the value of body currency and body currency is the is the idea that based on how you look mm-hmm. you are granted social currency in this world people will treat you with more respect yep. you're granted opportunities that people the less you weigh the more valuable you are mm-hmm. and so the smaller you are in size the more precious you are seen as being usually it's attributed to women but it's happening to men now and some of you guys listening if you're an overweight male especially if you fluctuated and you've experienced both sides you know what i'm saying is true um and everybody's experience is different, but it's true for a lot of people. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. So um, I freaked out because I had been singing for like I started getting to, to to jump around a little bit. It went from me being offered deals to suddenly uh, I was being rewarded. The, the more I start, I, I had the attitude like if a little bit is good, mm-hmm. then a lot will be better. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, OK, I cut out carbs. Like, and I mean, like, like, I didn't eat fruit. I wouldn't eat an apple. I wouldn't eat a banana. Only meat and vegetables. That's all. Only meat and green vegetables. That's all I would eat. And um, then I was like, well, let me skip a few meals. And I lost some more weight. And I started skipping meals. And I started getting more offers. And I got offers to do plays. And I even, my first agent, who was a big time agent, I don't want to say the same by name, mm-hmm. but he's an agent for big time artists, mm-hmm. um, major label artists that are famous. 
and I met with him in his office with my manager at the time, and he was like, look, you can sing, and I don't really like your songs at the time. It was my first album. He was like, but, and he held up a picture of me. He's like, with, with, with you looking like this and these apps, I could sell you, and he signed me. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that became a regular occurrence. So the message I got in the industry was, you can be amazingly talented, and you can be amazingly charismatic, but no one will care you unless you look, look right a certain way. way. Mm-hmm. And and I'm skipping over so much stuff for the sake of making this a conversation and not just me telling my story. But at my worst, it got to a point where, and I always had a, I always had um, uh, image consultants. Not that high, like the label or my management team, somebody would always help me with the image consultant because again, the kind of guy I am. Like even right now, I'll be in sweats every day mm-hmm. if you let me. Yeah. So an image consultant was like always hired to work with me, and um, and I uh, what was my point? Crap, I lost my I lost my train of thought. So, oh, and image consultants would say things like um, like I had one image consultant say you shouldn't wear fitted caps. Your face is too fat. Mm. You need to lose more weight. And I was really small at this point. I was like a thirty inch waist. And so I don't remember my exact, I used to go more by clothing sizes because I, I didn't have a scale, mm-hmm. but um, I was like a 30 inch waist and for me, that's really small for me. And so, and he was like, but he was like, your face is too fat. And um, I remember designers would, or, or image consultants would be like, you know, you could, oh, wait, let me skip. So TV people, I was doing pilots here and there. And a, if you don't know a television pilot, it's like when you do the first episode of a show mm-hmm. to see if a network will pick it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I've done like a few pilots and been considered for pilots and interviewed. And they say things like, you're almost perfect. Mm-hmm. Can you just like, what's your waist size or what's your weight now? And I tell them and like, well, can if you're at 30, can you be like a 29? And that would be perfect. And at this point, I was running three to six miles a day, usually three miles a day. But if I ate like a cookie or something, I'd punish myself by doing six. Yeah. So three to six miles a day, I'm working out every day, no carbs. Um, I didn't know what else to, I was lifting weights. I was doing yoga. I was doing Pilates. I, I did. I was doing everything. And I was like, I don't know what else I could do. And I read an article about how raw egg yolks are like a perfect protein. Mm-hmm. And I was also, y'all know, I love matcha green tea. Yeah. To make a long story short, at my worst, I was subsisting on a diet exclusively of raw egg yolks and green tea. My hair started falling out. Um, I started having tooth sensitivity. My gums started receding a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, thankfully, a lot of that is everything is kind of my hair is back. My gums are fine. But I started having um, heartburn so bad I thought I was having heart attacks. Mm. My body started trying to tell me, like, dude, and I was still working out just as hard. Mm -hmm. But the gag is I was still getting rewarded. People kept telling me how great I looked. I was falling apart. Like, I could, I was getting sick all the time, like, really sick from malnutrition. Um, I was, like I said, I was having too sensitivity. I was irritable all the time, and I just felt like I was going to snap all the time. But people kept saying, wow, you're great. You look great. You're doing great. And I was like, the fuck? So all that to say, the reason I'm bringing this up now, I did a post about it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And because I've just been healing from a lot of things. I feel like the past few years, I've just been speaking truths, just getting stuff out and just sharing with people. And to my surprise, a lot of guys were like, mm-hmm. me too. Yeah. Like maybe not my exact experience, but like, oh my God, thank you for saying this. This means so much to me. In my inbox, the thing that's really crazy, some of y'all who hit me up in my inbox have enviable bodies. The kind of bodies that people think they want, mm-hmm. like ripped, muscular, like quote unquote perfect bodies. Mm-hmm. And y'all were like, man, thank you for talking about this. A lot of people feel like only women deal with it. Mm-hmm. Right. But I know because of the job I have, men get told all the time, lose more weight. I want to see your jawline. I want to see cheekbones. I want to see the abs. I want to see this. Mm-hmm. I want to see that. Lose the weight. Lose the weight. I had one student who was told you need to lose them big prison muscles. Mm-hmm. Wow. He, he was fine as hell. Mm-hmm. Like 
you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, he was he was fine. He was he was fine. But and nobody you would never think he was fat or anything. But they were like, if you want to do mainstream television with white folks, you got to be like slim fine, not thick fine. Mm. Like, trust me, anybody listening, if you would have seen him, you'd been like, yes, <laughs> right, right. But they want him to lose weight. He had no weight to lose, mm. so he had to get do cardio. And the thing is, you're pushing. Everybody's body has a natural place it wants to go. Mm. And what the industry kind of demands is that you push yourself beyond that. Yeah. And that's going to be unhealthy. But what's really interesting is the last thing I'll say before I um, share, ask y'all some, for some feedback on something to share with the audience is that um, at one point I was dating this guy. Mm-hmm. Michael knows who he is. Mm-hmm. I was He had me all the way sprung out. At the time, I didn't even know you yet, dear, thankfully, because I'm glad you didn't see me in that state. He had me all the way just... <laughs> I was just all the way wrapped around his finger, and um, I remember part of what kept me deep in the in the in my illness. And it's weird to even speak with these terms, but at one point I I got him really really small, and he was like, "I love your body. Mm-hmm. I love you. Like I love I love how small you are." And I I was like, "Wow, what an odd thing to say." And I was like, "Well, you know, I'm not really normally this small." And I was like, at 29, I was a 29 waist, really 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 slim, mm. um, and. And he was like, I love how small you are. I was like, yeah, well, all this pressure from my from, from, from my management team and from my label and stuff, um, you know, as long as I'm a singer, I'm probably going to have to be this small. And he was like, I hope you, be, I hope you stay a singer forever. Mm. And he was just talking. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, all these things were, were evidence. What I, the message I kept getting from the world was, this is the key to love. Mm-hmm. This is the key to acceptance. Yeah. This is the key to success. Like, it wasn't that I was so vain. Mm-hmm. I was miserable. I wasn't looking in the mirror. The gag is I was looking in the mirror still thinking I was fat, you know, mm-hmm. still thinking like, wow, if I could just get a little smaller. Mm-hmm. The, one of the few people who spoke sanity to me was Marcus, my younger brother. He was mm-hmm. like, Eric, you keep losing weight, but your skull is your skull. Right. You look like an alien. Because <laughs> like, my face, my cheeks were like getting gaunt, but my skull, like you can't lose bone. Right. I mean, well, you can, but not like, you know, um, <laughs> but my bones, the, the my skull bones were just staying put, you know, that's just skin. Mm, yeah. And so he's like, you look like an alien. You don't look good. But the thing is, I kept getting praise. Mm. And um, what I told Mike, Mike, this Mike, mm. um, recently was that I, I also realized that not just my experience in the industry, but for a lot of gay black men, I was like, if body currency is a thing, then being gay is expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. It is. <laughs> it's very expensive. And I want yeah, to know, because the thing is, uh, what I like is that we kind of have a small, medium, and large kind of thing going on in the group. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, um, you know, the, the, and both very athletic, athletic and well-muscled <laughs> and, and fine. Mm-hmm. But Dare is naturally slim. Michael is naturally like slim, slim muscle build mm-hmm. too. A lot. I mean, I know people have different whatever, mm-hmm. and I, I'm definitely the thickest one. But I was just curious. Like I was like, I wonder how Dier and Mike feel. Not the one of you, to my knowledge, have ever been fat or chubby. Mm-hmm. But have y'all? What have been y'all? Y'all experiences in industry in love? Mm-hmm. Have you noticed that mm-hmm. body matters? Have you noticed? Have you had any body currency experiences? You're like, wow, this is a thing. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Um. Let me think. Mike, you want to go first? You can go Because I got to think. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> actually, on if I've had those experiences. I don't think it was until I started pursuing music on a professional level that I started to pay attention to that type of stuff. Yeah. You know, um, I've been in athletics since I was, I was a child. So having a physical. And he has the butt to prove it if you yes. haven't seen it already. <laughs> I get a lot of messages about Michael's ass. <laughs> <laughs> His athletic ass. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Thank <laughs> you. Sorry. So, so I have um, 
I have I've pretty much had you know that type of athletic build for a long time, mm. um, but I, when I got into music and started pursuing as a pro, as a more professional level on a professional level, I did start to become more aware of my appearance in that way. Mm. Um, but not my body, yes, my body, yes, but more so other things like my hair and um, more, more more actually my hair really, and so at this point. I, I am starting to feel a little bit of the pressure, but for me, it's more about my hair than my body, per se. Mm-hmm. I am working on my body right now because I want, like, more developed abs. And some of it, oh, actually, all of it is for vanity. But <laughs> as far as the abs is concerned, you know, I want to be healthy. But um, I am getting older, and I was thinking to myself, you know, how much longer will my body be appealing, mm-hmm. you know? Because I'm single right now, and I'm, I'm happy to be single, but when I'm in my 40s, 50s, 60s, or whatnot, will I need to still have it tight and right for someone mm. to, you know, want to be interested. Right. But as far as my hair, that's actually my biggest insecurity right now. The reason being is because um, I put up some TBTs, you know, mm. throwback Tuesday or just throwback pictures. Whatever, yeah. yeah. And and I had hair just as full as Demarcus and Eric, you know, um, it was curly at one point. I had cornrows, all kinds of stuff. And every time I put up one of those pictures, and and if this is one of you who are listening, this is not to, you know, make mm. you feel bad, but the truth is the truth. Every time I put up one of those pictures, I always get at least two comments saying, um, you had such nice hair, you should grow it back. Uh, and um Yeah. I can't because my <laughs> I, I, I can't grow my hair back. I think I, I think I have what Your they call right. Yeah, I, I can't grow it back. I think I have what they call um male pattern baldness. Mm. And so, um but I I was shocked at myself of how much of an insecure insecurity that was for me because when they said that on those pictures in the last couple of months, I, I tried to grow my hair back. I started trying to, mm. and I wanted to see how far it could go. And I even got some stuff where you can kind of sprinkle on your head, like little hair follicles to kind of like even it out some. Um, and I, I was kind of shocked about how much that meant to me because what I was told was you, you're cute. You, you're very handsome, but when you have hair, like you, you're really so handsome. Let me ask you this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it might be something that's kind of semantical, but what, what did you think would be different if you had hair? If I had hair? Yeah. Number one, as far as how I would see myself, I felt like I would look a little bit younger. Mm-hmm. And, um, but that was pretty much as far as it went, as far as I would see myself. It was more about how I thought other people would see me. Mm-hmm. They would just think I'd be more attractive. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's just something about, um, well, see, that's the thing. No, you can, and that's still body currency. Exactly. So, I mean, yeah. It's exactly. Like I, like I have to yeah. do this thing. I have, in to, order to, I have to increase my value right. so that I can attract. Exactly. Know, yeah. Yeah. To be reductive. I'm not trying to put words in your no, mouth. No, no, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And, and the, the sad thing, I, I guess, is that when I did start to grow my hair a little bit more, because remember, like a couple months ago, I was totally bald, like yeah. shaving with a razor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when I started to get a little bit of hair on my head, the compliments started to increase. Yeah. It was like, oh, you've been looking so good lately. And it's not a coincidence, though. I came right when my hair started to come back. You know what I mean? No, I get it. And so, you know, yeah. like, you look cuter and your face looks, you know, more thin or you look, you just look younger or whatever. Just all <laughs> types of stuff, you know, yeah. or or not even specific comments about um, you look this, but just more attention in general out of, out of nowhere. You know yeah. what I mean? Dude, yeah, you know, I, know I really mean. get that because in the post that I did where I showed me, I didn't have a picture of me at my sickliest, but I showed yeah. me around that time. And I'm talking about how horrible I was, how sick I was mentally mm-hmm. and physically. And somebody hit me up saying, oh, my God, you looked like a movie star. And <laughs> right. somebody else hit me up saying, so green tea and egg yolks. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I was like, dude, yeah. did you read it? Exactly. Like, right. I'm yeah. saying this is a 
bad to do but that's how powerful it is and Mm -hmm. part of why i wanted us to talk about this because what i learned from some of you guys message i'm not going to call you up by name don't worry i got a lot of like maybe like 15 messages Mm -hmm. in my inbox and um quite a few messages publicly Mm -hmm. but like long letters and i think people were saying like oh my god i had no idea that you ever even experienced this yeah because you just seem like you have it all together kind of messages yeah and oh my god i didn't know any other guy experienced this Mm -hmm. because guys don't especially black men don't talk about it Mm -hmm. and one thing is a lot of you express like I'm afraid I won't be able to get love. Yeah. Like at yeah. my present weight or at my mm-hmm. present appe- present appearance. Like I feel like I'm too skinny. I need muscles. I feel like I'm too fat. I need to slim down. Mm-hmm. You guys told me this and I was shocked at how like just by me saying, Hey, this is what I dealt with. Mm-hmm. You're like, Oh, me too. Me too. Right. And it's like it's, I feel like a lot of guys were not allowed to talk about it. Yeah. yeah. I I even had one guy that I had, you know, messed around with before when I had more hair or whatever. And um and now I'm actually switched to the body and there you can go ahead and talk to. Um and I started putting on more weight, but it was like muscle, mm. you know, muscle. And he was, he uh, hit me up and he was like, yeah, you know, I see that you're, you've gained some, you put on some more weight. And I was like, yeah, you know, I'm just trying to get more stocky and, you know, just get more muscular. And he was like, oh yeah, you know, well, I like it when the more athletic look, like the more lean look, you know what I mean? Mm. And I'll let y'all know who that was once we stop. And y'all know I who, really want to know. Yeah, y'all know who this I'm is. Almost, I'm, all, right. I'm almost sure I know who it was. Yeah, but. so, and, and it just, and but the ironic thing about it, like that didn't affect me too much because I was just so set on, I want this athletic build. But, um, but when it comes to the hair thing, I think that is a trigger for me. Hey everyone, this is Mike. Slight technical difficulty. We are jumping back into the discussion with the air picking up with his thoughts on the topic. Growing up, back in Texas especially, where, okay, so one, me and one of my friends <laughs> that y'all know, we talk about this all the time, and I'm just going straight up say, there's just a lot of people who are just fat. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I wasn't but ready. The, but the reason why the reason why I say it like that is because these same people are the ones who tell me you need to gain weight, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So y'all y'all just fat, and a lot of y'all. So um, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yes, I said it, and I, there's people who probably listen to it, and yes, I might be talking about you, but um, mm. but oh, yes, uh, <laughs> growing, so growing up, that was always the thing. Is like yeah. you just need you need to eat. Why don't you eat more? And I eat every fucking thing that I, I can find. Yeah. Um, he do be eating. Yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. I eat, yeah. but um, but my body just me and my brother we have this thing yeah. where we just we eat everything and we don't. Right. My don't younger gain brother's weight. like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's just what it is. But um, but I've never been quote unquote displeased with how I look while I've lived here, like while I've lived in the mm. Northeast, because it was just a different mindset, I guess. And I think it didn't change really until I started dating men. Um, because I don't know, women just have this thing where they just, when a guy is thicker, um, like that's their thing. Like that's what they it's want. It's true. But when then I dated I, women, I didn't get, I didn't have any of the body image issues. That exactly. I yeah. I don't think it's guys. as mm-hmm. important yeah. to a lot of women. It's not. Um, and, and when looking at other guys, mm-hmm. but a woman will bash another woman. In fact, when I first mm-hmm. got Heartbeat. signed and started yeah. doing the losing weight thing, my girlfriend at the time was like, for what? And her girlfriends, like her friends, they were like, boy, you fine. You're exactly. Fine. Yeah. But, but, you know, the label and also later on men, gay men would be like, nah, you could lose. Like, right. Exactly. Yeah. And it's so mm-hmm. and that's such an interesting. Um, it's just interesting how people think like that. But yeah. um, but it wasn't until I started dating guys when I, I would get all kinds of compliments. Like, oh, my yeah. God, you you look great. Like, you're yeah. fine. And, you know, in my mind, I'm telling myself, but my entire life. Everybody yeah. at home has told me I need to gain weight. Mm-hmm. So it was it was just a lot of confusion for me. So there was a time when I started working out like crazy and I started gaining weight and 
it looked good, but I was just lazy. I didn't. Want, <laughs> just didn't feel, mm, I was like, hard this, work made me quit. What right. Do to get all it. Right. Man, I ain't trying to do that. So I just kind of, I just kind of let it go. Mm-hmm. And um, and I was like, well, whenever it happens, it'll mm-hmm. happen. If it doesn't happen, then it just ain't gonna happen. Because right. I, yeah. I stopped worrying about it. Um, and I, I have been interested to see how I look. With maybe like forty more pounds or whatever, but mm-hmm. I just I don't want to work to get there. Yeah. I'm just being honest. I just I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. So um, so yeah, it's always been. Even when we had that photo shoot with I won't name the photographer, but <laughs> even when we had the photo shoot. I had never heard compliments like that before. Mm. I, Eric, <laughs> it's just, but it's, it's it's just funny how subjective it is. Like yeah, in the, d- deep in the south with straight women, you might be like, oh, you're too small. But in the industry with the with the photographer who's you're perfect, you're exactly. a, you're model esque. And you I know? and I had never heard into guys like that. who want a slender guy with like right. you know little body fat. They're right. Like you're perfect, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's just it kind of shows you how pointless it is to try to keep changing yourself for mm. people because depending on where you are you what's not desirable mm-hmm. here might be perfection exactly. somewhere yeah. else exactly yeah. Yeah. but i but i have definitely had those moments where in my mind I, i'm i think to myself okay so maybe i should add on 25 more pounds mm. because i'm just curious to see mm. what the outside reaction will be Yes, it would be for vanity purposes as well, like mm-hmm. Michael mentioned, because mm-hmm. I I'm just I just want to see what it would look like. I think that's healthier than doing it to get love or to, mm-hmm. I think I think doing it just because you kind of want to look a little better for yourself is safe. Mm-hmm. I think that for a lot of people, the difference with you, I think you say that and I believe you and I and I think you really mean it. I think a lot of guys say, oh, I'm worried about my health. I just want to look good just for me and they're lying like yeah, to themselves yeah, they really, really are that. afraid that they really want to up their body currency so that they can be more deserving of love mm-hmm. yeah. I think and I know guys and if you're listening and you're a bigger bodied person you know what I'm saying is true uh, I've been there I kind of am there I'm, I'm at a weird place at the cusp like I was featured on I was mm-hmm. featured I, be, I, fe- I get featured on um, Tumblr's and Instagram pages a, a quite a bit mm-hmm. and for, I don't know I was supposed to say I'm not bragging I don't know if that could even be considered bragging but I was featured recently on um on a big men of color uh, mm. Instagram, and the gag is a lot of people hit me up talking about you ain't big, you don't deserve to be on this site, <laughs> and I was like, wow, I was like, I'm like, I'm not big enough, and I'm not. It's like it's, I'm in a weird, like, yeah, exactly. I'm at a yeah. weird place. Mm-hmm. It's like like when you see these plus size models, I'm like well, she ain't even plus size, she regular, you know, and they say that yeah. kind of stuff. I feel like kind of like that almost. Yep. Like anytime I try to talk about this people go but you don't even know because you're not even i'm like okay it's really relative it is yeah but i wanted to um one thing you mentioned that i think is interesting <laughs> and i'm gonna talk about it michael mike knows what's interesting to me is how people people who experience it are the same people who dole it out mm-hmm. because michael knows yeah, we, exactly I, i've been we've been traveling doing some workshops we went to atlanta mm-hmm. this guy came in the first thing he said oh eric you got bigger you put mm-hmm. on some weight I mean, mm-hmm. you all you put on some weight, and he was kind of laughing or whatever. I'm like, wow! But it's the first thing as soon as he saw me. Yeah, it's the first like, oh, you got you put on some weight. I go to New Orleans, and I, <laughs> I hear, oh, you got bigger, and then this is the coup de grace. We go to New York, mm-hmm. and what they mean by bigger is, in case you guys don't know, I have some very popular YouTube videos where I'm teaching a vocal warm up that are, most people who know me know me from that, and I was very small i was actually really deep in the throes of my orthorexia at that time if you look at my face you can see how tired i was mm. but um i look healthy quote unquote whatever that means but i was not mentally healthy at that time but people compare me to that and to the, the, what's funny is 
it's not like I look different now. I've looked different from that for a long time. Mm-hmm. But if you know me from the internet and that's all you know, then right. you see yeah. me different. Yeah. Like, oh, he's different. But when I was in New York, this woman comes up to me at the end of our, our workshop, and it went really well. Mm-hmm. And she's she's like, you know, um, by the way, you're looking a little pudgy there. It's time to call Jenny Craig, huh? Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. And guess what? So, that's so interesting. And guess what all these people had in common? Mm-hmm. Fat. 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 And the thing and is, that's why I said that. I'm and I, I, I I'm not saying that to be mean to mm-hmm. anybody, but it's just interesting to me that the people who are so vocal about it tend to be the ones and, who and are I, just fat. And I, t- I told my <laughs> dude, I was like, it's never like somebody who looks like like Mike or Dier telling me something like that. Yep. It's only someone who's two to three times bigger than me. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I find it so interesting. But I felt kind of like something. One thing that shocked me was how people. It's body currency. Mm-hmm. Because I'm bigger, I'm now worth less. So since I weigh more, I'm worth less. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was two men and a woman, presumably straight with my I don't know, she seems straight, whatever that means. But um how people feel like, oh, based on this, mm-hmm. I can decide how much to value you as a person. Right. Mm-hmm. And um and it's just crazy how yep. she ha- you could tell from her spirit like I can talk to you how I want now, like, cause you're not you're not quite as high and mighty as you were before, and it was just amazing, mm-hmm. and how um, it's just that that sense of that they, they had the right to talk to me mm-hmm. in a disrespectful way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the first guy in Atlanta seemed like he was just stupid, but but <laughs> she was like venomous, and I was like, wow, like, and it, it reminded me of you know remember I know you may or may not remember this, but when Tony Braxton was on the Oprah Winfrey Show mm-hmm. years ago. And she claims that she felt like Oprah gave her a hard time because Tony Braxton went bankrupt. Mm-hmm. And she was like, and Oprah was basically like, you know, how could you squander your money? You buying Gucci, this and do like how, like how could you basically Tony Braxton felt like Oprah was like, how could you be so stupid as to squander all your money? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like for certain fat people um, or certain bigger body people, they're like, how could you be, how could you throw away your body currency? Like you had it, mm-hmm. you had it within your grasp and you threw it away. Mm-hmm. But just they're projecting. Yeah, exactly. They're projecting. They're, they're self mm-hmm. all the things they want to do for themselves. They have to find somebody else to to throw it. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And the thing is, to give you this a purpose, what I want to share with you guys is that I'm much healthier now. Mm-hmm. And, and what I know for I was going to say if any of you guys, but I know you guys are going through it. Some of you because you've hit me up. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to share with you that I'm much healthier now, and I still feel like on a mental level, I'm still kind of recovering. Because one thing that one thing that helped me was um i listened to a podcast uh and i'm so sorry i can't remember what it is because i would refer you guys to it but i'm gonna give you some books and stuff a podcast where there was this woman who a dietitian and who's also a psychiatrist was mm-hmm. saying that um she was like i get why people are afraid to eat healthy if eating unhealthy makes you smaller because the fact is if you start to really be healthy again and you happen to get a bit bigger People probably will treat you differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's fucked up, but it's society. Yep. And I just appreciated someone just acknowledging that I wasn't crazy. Mm-hmm. Especially having been because it wasn't just the industry. Mm-hmm. It was a general world. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. It's people in my in my family. And I don't mean like my parents or my brothers, but like just like, you know, just people like cousins or whatever. Like just people would be like they people talk to you like you're smarter. Right. People, yeah. you know, they treat they just treat you better. And so, um, but Part of you has to get fed up mm-hmm. with like diet mentality and with like the whole that whole concept. I recommend strongly this book, um, Health at Every Size by Linda Bacon. Mm. And it's really good if you're dealing with any of this. It it kind of demiss there are a lot of myths about health and size that are exactly that they're not scientific, they're myths. Right. And um and so she talks about that. And also Intuitive Eating by Evelyn Tribole Tribole mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Tribole. 
And so maybe you can post them in like mm-hmm. the thing somewhere. Mm-hmm. But um, intuitive eating, you can find them on Amazon online or whatever. But if you want to really be healthy, and what's funny is now that I'm focused more on my health, guys have not stopped hitting me up. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm taking right now, so you can't really do nothing. Right. Right. But, <laughs> but, I, but I feel like healthy is always going to be the hottest thing. Right. Like, you know, when you're and my skin is better, my hair is better, mm-hmm. my teeth, <laughs> everything is healthy. You gotta, you just gotta be healthy, and everybody's bodies are different. You're not meant to be. Dear is his his body, and he's true to what, like his body is where it is, mm-hmm. and you know my body is is what it is. Like it's not. You can you can exercise, and this a couple tips I'm gonna give you that helped me out was a. <laughs> learning to. Listen to how I was really feeling, mm-hmm. and so and just kind of learning to like. Don't not to put how you feel about yourself on how everybody else views you in the mm-hmm. industry. I felt mm-hmm. like I didn't know I was worthy unless they told me I was mm-hmm. like, if I was signed then I could be happy with myself. Mm-hmm. And if I was selling, I could be happy with myself. Or if a guy, if the guy like, like me, then I could be happy. Yeah. I had to learn how to be more autonomous, how to mm-hmm. rule myself mm-hmm. and how to be happy with myself for myself. Yep. And to understand, like, I look at it like this. If a white person, think to get out. If a white person mm-hmm. didn't like the fact that I was black, I wouldn't scramble to go and change my skin color. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, fuck you. And you some, have the problem. And some people would. And so, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. But I think most of us know that, like, and some people would. But I think most of us would be like, well, fuck you. Right, you know? exactly. Yeah, like, I'm not going to change. I'm black. If you don't like black people, you have a problem. Exactly. That's kind of how I feel now with, like, if I'm healthy, if you don't like it, fuck you. Like, mm-hmm. you know, yep. it's not it's not for you to decide. So but, true. you know, it is what it, it, is, what it is. But I just want to give you a, a tip that exercise is not penalty for eating. Right. <laughs> you want to tune in. Exactly. To, like, actually getting back in touch with exercise and for actual health. Mm-hmm. If you're beating your body up, that's not about health. You're hurting yourself probably for body currency. Yep. Mm-hmm. Also, eating for... is It is okay to enjoy eating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it doesn't have to... I'm not saying go and eat a whole cake. Right. You know, but, but it's okay to like That's some shit I would do. Right. I mean, every now and then you got to every now and then, but like learn to kind of tune back into your body, listen to your body. You know, mm-hmm. your body has a wisdom. You, in my experience, if you focus on authentic health, mm-hmm. like eating foods to like nourish your body, mm-hmm. working out to be strong and healthy mm-hmm. as opposed to trying to look a certain way, right? You probably will will like what you see in the mirror Mm. in my experience just from my personal experience and from observing other people who i've seen on this journey is that if you focus on actual health also mental health like meditation self-care like just doing stuff for you to just with stress stress makes you look old and and wears you out you know some people live in a hard-ass lives. i'm like oh Mm. like how old are you i'm 30 oh okay i thought you were like 70 you know Mm. like you ever meet somebody and like oh well you know when you're older than me so you understand and he'd be like, no, I'm I'm 27. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, cool. Mm-hmm. You know, but but some people yes. just be they be stressing themselves, wearing themselves. Yes, they out. do. Yes, they do. Stressing them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so needless to say, don't be expecting me to add no weight in no time soon. Right. <laughs> if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen real slow. I say mm-hmm. if, 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 it, if it means anything for me, I say focus on being actually healthy and whether exactly. you end up being smaller or thicker. Mm-hmm. Um and I feel like the likelihood of you being obese while really tuning into your body is very slim to none. Mm-hmm. I feel like <laughs> like if you just really listen to your body and take care of yourself. Let the chips fall where they may. If yep. you're healthy, yep. 
you will be attractive. Yeah. I done been every size at some point. I done been from like officially fat into high blood pressure kind of fat to like chunky, to thick, to some a photographer hit me up the other day and told me I was slim thick mm-hmm. and he wanted to shoot me some stuff. You know? Mm-hmm. And so I've been skinny before. I done been every size and I done pulled him at every size. It's like weight fox. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Nah, yeah. It's like you Come on, weight fox. Every category has a category. For, for mm-hmm. real. But I, I found that like looking back, the biggest thing that decided the quality of dudes I pulled in wasn't my size. Yes, dudes care. People care. There's mm-hmm. no question. I'm, I'm not invalidating right. that. But I find that the signal you emit by how you feel about yourself mm-hmm. is ultimately what decides what kind of what kind of guys, girls, and because I know we have straight listeners too. What kind of people you attract is ultimately decided by the energy that you exude. Yep. Yeah. I agree. Yep. I totally agree. Hundred percent. Exude that confidence. Yeah. <laughs> For real. We want to hear what y'all have to say about all of this though. Yeah. Leave some comments. Tell us about mm-hmm. your experiences. You know, leave, yeah, because a lot of y'all hit me up. If you feel comfortable enough to leave it publicly, I encourage you to do so only because one of the things that makes this so powerful is feeling like you're alone in it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, what one message I got really clearly from you guys in my inbox is that a lot of you guys thought you were the only one. Mm-hmm. And if there's something that's powerful about sharing, if you dare to be public, then please share some public um, comments. Right. Whatever you feel comfortable with sharing. And I, I guarantee you, um, sharing your pain might help to soothe or heal somebody else's. Right. So. That's so true. I always try to remember the law of large numbers states that you're probably never alone in something that you're thinking. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's true. There are eight billion of us on this. Eight billion. Right. Of us on this planet. You're not alone. Mm-hmm. You're not alone. You're not alone. Oh, it was y'all this time. Okay. Hmm. You are not alone. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true, though. <laughs> And All right, keep I'm sending your done. questions. Yeah, I'm done too. Yeah. Send your I just questions. Felt in my spirit, I had to speak on that. Yes. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So hit us up, and we will see y'all <laughs> in the next podcast. Later. All right, y'all. Peace.